Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to 4th and 10 right here on 4thDistrict.com. SoundCloud, iTunes, every listener, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Three comedians, ten topics. The unofficial podcast of cracking a cold one open with the boys. <laughs> Unofficially, so thanks for that one, guys. My name is Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Owens. Snapchat, Instagram, it's just I am Owens. And uh, I'm pumped to be here. This is great. Fall weather's coming in. It's nice. And I've got David Perdue with me. What's up? What's up, people? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Uh Gonna be a good show Follow me on Twitter Instagram At do or die That's at D-U-E-O-R-D-I-E Yeah Did I say it right? Yeah that was it Or <laughs> DavidPurdueComedy.com And uh, yeah Man it's gonna be good I'm, I'm pumped I just I'm pumped I can You're say pumped pump. This is the first time you say I it I am pumped No cause I had a good weekend So I'm good Okay Yeah I had a very good weekend You know who else had a great weekend Who had a good weekend uh, Damon Ooh. What's going on good people I don't know what he's talking about Same old Trying same old. to fight an entire <laughs> town <laughs> In Marshall, North Carolina. No, fight Please tell me about this. I don't know what you're talking about. I had a great time. Nah, damn you. People in Marshall, North Carolina, are great people. And uh, we had me and Shonik and Nate went out there, had a good time. First time in comedy in that venue. Shout out to Good Stuff for putting on a good show. It that was. was a lot of good fun. Shout out to those guys uh, for doing that. And it was potentially. I feel I heard three people say like they ain't never have comedy in Marshall, North Carolina. Yeah, three ever. people told me that. That doesn't make sense to me. We we were groundbreaking. We was out there popping cherry comedies in his bad world. Yeah. So it was just not a game. It was a very exciting time. Uh, but yeah, I didn't fight anybody. I don't like to well, fight what anybody. Happened? Two, so two highlights of the night was one. So Damon has this very innocent joke I'm about innocent person. how he doesn't like beats. It's a fact. Um, I stand by that statement. Marshall, North Carolina is very passionate. Oh. About beats Are they beat country? They are beat they, they are the heart of beat country apparently I really like the home of beats or something home of beats brother Did you not look this up? I don't look up I don't really got time to research Man I got things to do They corrected him Gotta do laundry They interrupted his set To let him know <laughs> How much they liked beats they like, you're not gonna talk about beats like that Yo, <laughs> what, said, what you not gonna do <laughs> like, uh, Sir, excuse us, I know you got another 40 minutes <laughs> But <need beats? laughs> we gotta have a talk Really, what a play Of everything I know what you talk about on stage <laughs> Right, of all the bits. I love how beats is the one of like uh, We listen, don't know how we feel about this guy listen, right now man. I thought you said this was gonna be a respectable show yeah. This man drove all the way out here to disrespect, disrespect beats Disrespect Marshall and our beats Mm-mm. It was beats And <laughs> No disrespect to good stuff. They were mm. awesome. Fantastic. Such a great venue. And also, uh, this lady owns the place. Um, and she just decided to take a nap during Damon's set, too. So, one of the owners of the bars uh, <laughs> stated, I'm done. Pushed a couple stools out of the way and just took a little nap in front of the bar. She did. So I'm done. But she also she also from the jump when we met her she wasn't 100. <laughs> percent I just look. We we walked outside. To, the bartender sent us outside to talk to her. And right when Damon comes down the stairs, she just goes, "Oh, it's you." 
<laughs> what does that even mean? You know, you ever seen uh, Zootopia? No. Zootopia in there, they go to the DMV and there's sloths there and they try to tell jokes and it take 14 minutes. <laughs> this cat was talking like sloths, yo. It was crazy. She was not... <laughs> She was she was well she probably was doing great. She was having a good time. She was having a good time. Too good of a she time. She was having a great time at her bar. At her bar. At her bar. And she was around home. my set. She was like, This day is done. She said, I'm <laughs> done. It's a wrap. Bar stools out the way. <laughs> this is what's great. Such a such a fun community like that. She does that. She lays down. Nobody panics. Somebody just puts a jacket over her. Somebody came over and was good like, people. We need to make sure she's yeah, comfy. Looking out for people. That's what's up. Well, it was. It was great. Do we have a review? No, we don't. We don't have a review. Have a Hold review on, though. Week. We got to get back there because it was a big event coming up for David Perdue as well with Uh-oh. the weekend here. Undercrown Kings in Underground his bad Kings. boy. Right. Yeah, How yeah. was that? You know what I'm saying? Spell, Mill Clark, Atlanta, Morehouse, Homecoming. That was... Uh, yeah? Uh, that I was, know you look for it every year. I look for it every year. Yeah. I, I will never do what I did Uh-oh. again, which Uh-oh. is... do. I did four shows <laughs> on Homecoming, Ooh. which is stupid. <laughs> so stupid. The one like it's just I was tired. Uh-huh. Like I, I was smart enough. I got a hotel downtown, sure. Sure. so I didn't have to like drive home. Oh, that's smart. Very smart. I didn't get home. I think like at like nine thirty. I was like, I just want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I just want to go to bed. But no, Underground Kings. Uh, we had like fifty people out. Hey, um, some people Shut couldn't up. even make it because sure. we had a weird time. Mm-hmm. I just want to say uh, appreciate everybody that came out to the Underground sure. Kings show. We're gonna do that again. Okay, and we're gonna do it bigger. And I'm telling you right now, when we do it again. Uh, it's going we, we, we coming to a TV Like we, we, we turn it to a special Spike Lee If you're listening Uh oh <laughs> Spike I know you're listening you bro direct. Uh, No it was, yeah, it was It was I mean just the amount of talent That came out Comes out of Morehouse Now comedy is just like That's just big So it was, yeah. it, was it was a good time Very good Glad yeah. to hear that uh, Yo real quick We want to give um, A little space real quick To talk about something That we're very excited about uh, To talk about for the podcast And anybody who's rocking With 4th and 10 um, Starting When you hear this podcast We're going official on Patreon.com Patreon.com long story How do you short. say it? I, I say Patreon That's what the, that's what the video said It says Patreon? Yeah yeah That's I've what been, they said I've been saying Patreon Oh yeah I don't yeah, think I that's think, it That E That E is a little disturbing It's yeah. not Patreon? Oh uh, well Patreon.com basically <laughs> Dan's shaking his head like Nah dude Don't say that out loud anymore <laughs> That's why you gotta have yeah. friends like that It was like Hey man Shh no, That ain't how you say that um, But basically it's a website man It's an opportunity It's a platform for Creative spelling uh, okay. For creatives, I'll use that word for creatives, for artists, uh, you know, saying podcasts, this, that, and the other, to get a chance to bring, um, man, features, bonuses, incentives to listeners, to good people like you guys who support what we're doing. Um, and we get a chance to do that with you guys. So, one is going to be an opportunity. We're going to post it on Facebook, we're going to post it on Instagram, Twitter. We're actually uh, going to post the, it. No, for sure. That's what yes, that, that's not, real. A, not a fake. We're usually not, fake. Yeah, usually this fake. This is real. This is very real. not fake news. <laughs> yes. But it is a platform where you guys get a chance and we appreciate it so much to uh, you know help us alongside to create more content for you guys a couple things a couple features you'll get a chance uh, if you jump on the bandwagon with patreon.com you'll get a chance to get bonuses uh, yeah. for one like bonus pre-show audio you know what I'm saying you get a chance to get that you'll get a chance to get uh, some free merch depending on where you want to jump on the bandwagon and kind of put some you know investment into patreon.com we're going to be giving out uh, some opportunities to have yourself even on air with call-ins yes. with getting a chance to have uh, be a part of topics and, and voting to help make the show you're going to get a chance to be more part of the show plus we're going to have some uh, we're creating more video content so you'll get a chance to get some of those sneak peeks and everything else 
else, man, that we're just excited to share with you guys. So I'm really excited about it. We're excited about it. So definitely check it out. Yes. Yeah, one of the big things, free entry into all of our shows. Oh, yes. that is a big one. That is free. Speaking of shows throughout Speaking the year, hey. this Friday, Come on. Yes. 4th and 5, Relapse Theater, 8 p.m. It's going to be good. Costumes and Courage. Hey, yes, come in a costume. It's, it's Halloween weekend. You know what it is. Are you guys going in costume? I I I, I have, yes. I okay. plan on coming in there costume. There we go. There we go. I'm a surprise. I'm a surprise. That means no. That means that's the least confident I've ever been <laughs> in a surprise a in my surprise. life. It's how you, when you grow with somebody, you learn with somebody, you understand <laughs> certain things that it's saying. That ain't no surprise. They even, it will no. be. Anytime I talk to my co- coworkers, I'm like, hey, I got good news and I got bad news. They're like, ain't no good news. Ain't no good news. <laughs> <laughs> the boy would say like, you know, it's Tuesday. What the? It ain't Monday. Um, you know, 4th and 5. Relapse, relapse theater. 8.30 p.m., $10. Great comics from all over the Southeast coming through, you know what I'm saying? Costumes, Nate Hate, some other crazy segments going to pop off. It's going to be fantastic, yo. If you mm-hmm. haven't been before, honestly, this is this is the best way to spend your Friday night. Because we're, yeah. not only are we funny, we bring in funny people. And it's just a good time. It's just a good time. It's man. a great good time. time. Like, I, I mean, I've always felt confident about saying that. But now I'm like, if you miss this, this on you. Because we're giving you the goods. And no clowns this and time. And no clowns this Zero time. I can clowns. promise you. Oh, man. That's I a will not. I promise you. I don't have a clown involved no clown. this time, Nate. I can promise you that. <laughs> guys, guys, that's the day that Stranger Things comes. Stranger Things comes. Oh. <laughs> you can go get great laughs, get back yeah. in your bed with a little pint Ooh. of ice cream. Stranger Things. You know what? Last last year, I can't, I did a Halloween show, and I dressed as Lucas. Oh, really? And no one knew I was Lucas. <laughs> No one knew I was looking. I had the binoculars. I had a bandana that I bought. I had, I think I had like the own. I and everybody was like, "Why are you wearing a bandana?" Yeah. And I did a show. Uh. It was my epic comedy, and I just now nah, was just a weird dude with the binoculars. And binoculars. I had a bandana. I couldn't use that tape at all. I'm just walking around with a bandana. And I was like, oh, is that is that in with black guys now? They're just wearing bandanas again? No, I was Lucas, people. Which is why now I'm laying, laying on a hint. You just, you just had colors, bro. You just, I just had colors. Yeah, yeah I was just repping a camouflage set, apparently. <laughs> which is now, I, w- I won't tell you what I'm dressed as this year, but I'll just say this. I'm... Uh, my new thing is I'm always gonna dress as somebody white. Okay. Every Halloween. Okay. All right. Last, because remember last year. Last year. I was Arnold hey, from Arnold. Hey Arnold, yep. and everybody called me Gerald, and I was they like, did. "This has to stop." stop I'm clearly wearing a tiny hat. Clearly. And I'm wearing everything Arnold's wearing, yep. and you see, yet you still call me Gerald. So I'm like, you know what? Every year I'm yeah, gonna yeah. dress as somebody Help white. Help people out, man. I can't tell you who I'm gonna be this shoot year. Shoot David some ideas of what you think he should be for yeah, Halloween. Yeah, shoot him. Yeah, what white character should I be? See, the problem is, is there's always a black version of what. So if you went as like Screech from Saved by the Bell, everyone would think you're Urkel. That's true. Oh boy. So you gotta find something that's really white, so white yeah. nobody has even transcended. <laughs> yeah. You gotta. Oh, that's what I'm going. In my, in my head, <laughs> in my head, I got one. Okay, I got one. Who's good? Yeah. Y'all let them know. You want to run a bias to double check it? <laughs> uh, keep it surprised. On, on, on mic. Yeah. All right, should I? I was going to dress as uh, old boy from, um, why am I forgetting the name of the movie? Uh, the baseball movie. Uh, the one who said, you killing me, Smalls. Oh, Sandlot? Yeah, Sandlot. I was going to dress. I had a catcher's, catch, old school check oh, catcher's hat. And, okay. I, and the I main little, character? No, the, one, the little chubby one with the, the, oh, the, red the marshmallows. Yeah, yeah, the marshmallows. You got to carry around a marshmallow. You got to carry around like a All right, good. marshmallow. That's a good take. That's a good take. Oh, that's good one. Yeah, you're killing me, Smalls. Some more what? <laughs> Some more. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, that was perfect. Good alley you, Dan. That was perfect. Yeah. Dan's dog can be the beast. 
Nope. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Now bring that nope. wolf nope. out of this house. <laughs> no. Don't do that. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll, talk, about, we'll get to talk about dogs later in this <laughs> episode. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's jump right into it. First topic. We're going to jump right into the NBA. One week into the season. Very exciting things have happened. Um, but instead, we're going to talk about uh, who I think is the most unlikable team in the NBA right now. We're going to talk about the Warriors. And specifically, Steph Curry not getting a call. Uh, losing his mind and throwing his mouthpiece at an official. Steph Curry threw his mouthpiece at an official, was ejected. Uh, KD was also ejected, you know, because Curry can't do something that KD can't do. Um, you know, always somebody to grab coattails, KD, so that was good. He was ejected for apparently yelling at fans uh, and pointing at his ring finger. This... I don't know. This entire thing just is so... It's so ridiculous, especially since Curry was suspended zero games. That was handed down today. Zero games for throwing your mouthpiece at a ref. So let's let's take Curry's adorable face out of this and the fact that he looks like everybody else and that's why they like him more than like, I don't know, 6'11 DeMarcus Cousins. That's why we like Curry more. Let's just admit it. Let's just admit that that's why we like Curry and we give him a pass because he looks like us. Take that away. You have a repeat offender. Everyone in the studio gives me eye contact. <laughs> Davis face when you say he That's like why him. Curry gets a pass because he just looks like a Nate, dude. When's the last time you looked like Steph Curry? <laughs> you use the term us generally. It's like What you mean us? It's like God's people. Not you laughed at that some more what right out there. <laughs> that us was so strong though. Yeah. It was. He looks like us. He just looks like civilians, like we're regular person. <laughs> and what does what does Boogie look like? Like an a athlete, hunt-low? like an NBA. You know what I'm saying like an what? NBA player. Look like, like a bandit. What does he look like? Bandit. No. What does he look like? I'm just saying. <laughs> what? The, I think it's the size thing. I think size has a lot to do with it. Oh, size does matter. So you, you think it should be? What's, what do you think the consequence should be? Oh, at least three games. Three games with throwing the mouthpiece. At least three and, games, and then a fine as well. Or are you consistent? Are you content no, no, with as, as well with the fine? Fine and the piece, Dave. You 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 rocking with that? That makes sense. I mean, uh, he's referee. I didn't see the video. Okay, uh, I don't think did he throw it at like how did it? Yes. Look? It goes towards his feet. So he oh, he threw it at the he's feet. He's looking at him and he threw it. At he so comes he threw down. It at him. All right, he well, argues and he throws. That's probably that's probably suspension. But honestly, I if if you curry, that fine. I mean, that fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money. You know that'll make you think twice. It's Riley's allowance. He doesn't care. Here's 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 okay. Sure, maybe it is Riley's allowance. Maybe it's not you know a stupid amount of money, but it's enough for you to be like, I'm not gonna do that again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I don't I don't buy the whole he looks like us thing. I'm not buying that. Like you know. Then why does Curry <laughs> consistently get a pass that other athletes don't? For example, what? yeah, give me an example. For example, this he's a repeat offender. He's thrown his mouthpiece into the stands. Nobody cared. People criticize Cam Newton so much more than they criticize Curry. People criticize Cousins more than they criticize Curry. People criticize KD more than they even criticize Curry. Why what, does what is Curry why does done, Curry, though? Curry is the done? cockiest, most disrespectful player in, in in the NBA. What has he done? What's he done? Who else celebrates before their shot goes in? A lot of people do. Yeah. No, nobody does it like Curry. No, nobody puts the spotlight on it like they do Curry. Curry threw his mouthpiece into the stands and was never once labeled out of control 
ridiculous. Was never once labeled. Uh, People throw shoes and, and, and jerseys in the stand all the time. What are you talking about? No, he was mad and threw his mouthpiece at a fan last year. He didn't throw it at a fan. All right. He threw it into the fans. He angrily threw it into a crowd of fans. Uh-huh. How is that not throwing it at a fan? Because you're just throwing it in the midst of people. I mean, I'm going to throw it at you. All right. What do you What do you want from us? You want us to say he's a villain? I want him. Yeah, he is a villain. He's not a villain. Steph Curry is an NBA villain right now. No, he's not a villain. How is How is he not? He's cocky. He's a cocky. Doesn't mean a villain. No, but I'm saying he's cocky. No, he's a champion. He's. I'm saying he's successful. He's disrespectful to other NBA. You don't like when people win. Who is he disrespectful to? He's disrespectful to every team that he plays. He shimmies. He went everybody. Have you seen the NBA in the last thirty years? For ten, and then went one for eleven. Michael Jordan was known for sticking his tongue out. People. Right, but Jordan is known as this very cocky. And there's nothing wrong with cocky. It's it's an unlikable amount of confidence. unlikable to you. <laughs> I like it. I, wish Man, I, I was... think you know uh, sports athletes. So everybody's cocky. You don't get to that level and not be a little bit like I'm the man. Yeah. He screams at refs. He whines. Everybody he does. No, no, no. He you whines so much refs. more. Yeah, you scream you at refs. You scream at I'm not an NBA superstar. Game. Yeah, Duh. which means I'm you an... should be more quiet. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. I watched this game in silence. <laughs> I drove here in a Ford. I should just, you just be quiet, brother. You should just be like, chill. I'm wearing shorts in public. I should just relax and kick back. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. You haven't you haven't given us any real thing that led to him being very disrespectful to players or to I give the mouthpiece there, sure. Uh I can't think of anything that he has said as silly as Cam. I I don't even know a lot about uh uh Demarcus Cousins. But I believe, correct me guys if I'm wrong, that he has made a few more poor choices than Steph Curry in the public and private private scene, uh, as well as confidence and cockiness and champion, which was some of the characteristics you gave him, uh, fit most college and professional athletes. Here's, uh, I think... <laughs> I think anytime I, I notice something, this is, I don't know if this is off subject, but I feel like just the way you, Nate, first flag, the way you, <laughs> the way you look at certain things, you're very much like you feel things when you tweet. Like I had the screenshot. I was like, this is the perfect, this is exactly why. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is exactly why, like, this is your, your, your analysis on everything is just like, it's very internal. <laughs> It's always very internal. Like there was, I don't know what this was about. And this is Nathan and Damon commenting on the same thing. I think it was about uh, Harden being MVP, right? Yeah. Right. Damon's analysis was him having to facilitate as much hurts him, similar to Durant Curry. Very real like analysis on what was going on. Mm. Nate's was voters don't like him as much as guys (laughs) who will put up similar numbers. Like you're, your your mentality on why things a, are are it's it's always based in like I don't feel I don't I don't this makes me feel a certain way. I think it's you very guys, internal. I think the difference is you good, guys good research. Right? good research. Yeah, I mean I can go. This that's one of the many examples <laughs> oh, no, no, no. of you just being like, hey, this doesn't feel right to me. And Damon will be like, here are the facts. <laughs> Everybody else is like, here are the facts. I and think, you're like, I don't like the way his mouthpiece went. Or like you, you're like, I don't like his shoes. I don't like the way he smiles. You guys, <laughs> you guys get, you guys are so robotic when it comes to it. Like, whoever, like a- acting like the media is fair, acting like the treatment of players is fair. Curry, said that. Nobody, nobody said that. Is fake. But you based like it he on. was taking a nap on the bench during an NBA Finals game. Sure, probably was blowing him out. Yeah, <laughs> but how is that not considered disrespectful and petty? And they're like, oh, like last year they were like, we're the villains. All this. 
I just think that Curry mm. is completely ignored mm-hmm. when it comes to how unlikable the Warriors are. Even Draymond they're not Green. Unlikable. They're, not unlikable. they're not unlikable. How are, how are they I not wanted, un- I wanted to also go on another tweet you had. You called them like the Yankees. They're not like the I, Yankees. They are at this point. I no, know they're not. They're not. I have no reason. One, I don't like NBA basketball. This is true. I have no reason to cheer for San Francisco for any reason. That That portion of the country I've been to three times. I love watching yeah. Golden State basketball. Like it's the only team, including the team that I live in, mm-hmm. that I will watch. Yeah. Can I can I pitch you on why you shouldn't like them? On the Warriors? You can, you can on the Warriors. But here's there. what I like about them. Uh-huh. Yes. They win uh-huh. and they have fun doing it. Yes. Okay. True. And it's and they are like they seem to be like a team of guys that like one another. Yes. I don't actually care. That like they 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 like choir boys to everyone every other team, but if you as a team look like you got each other's backs, like mm. that's attractive. Sure, sure, sure. That's why I like them. Sure. But you can tell me why I shouldn't. Yeah. Oh, I'm just uh, so first off, mm. I, I will say. Can we read the tweet that you tweeted that I favorited? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, All right, it's... real quick. The Warriors are Duke, mm. the Yankees, the Patriots. Whatever mm. team comes to your mind when you think of a league doing whatever they can to protect them and slant every possible <laughs> advantage their way. Steph not being suspended is obviously biased. He sounds like by. a real life troll, man. I, I, stand, I stand by that. <laughs> I know you do because you feel it in your heart. One hundred percent. Because I saw a guy basically spit at a ref and get nothing for it. You got fifty thousand dollars. That's not nothing. That's basically nothing. A fine that will go probably back into his. I mean, the NBA pot. Who even knows where it goes? Okay. It goes wherever Adam's, wherever David Stern tells Adam Silver Ooh. to put it. Ooh. I know it's a shadow government. See, involved. there we go. This is oh, what I'm boy. talking about. We can't take you serious. <laughs> Got right. the Sasquatch, yo. We can't. <laughs> yeah. We ain't gonna let you finish your statement. No, 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 I, let, let me just say, the Warriors are villains. That's that's fine sure. because I do think that there is an aspect of your league is only as good as your villain. That's a big deal. You have to have unlikable people. Mm-hmm. To cheer against Sure The heat for that, four years Yes That's what makes things fun The Warriors are successful mm-hmm. That's a big part of it But they are just They're so cocky And condescending And petty And now nah. this kind of stuff you Where know, if, Somebody's buying that Even I mean, They kick people in the There's multiple occasions Of them having a player That kicks somebody in the groin mm-hmm. And then the coach Mocked the idea That that was a big deal Okay let's take a vote and we'll move on. Yeah, let's do that. Let's take a vote because we all know the, how no, important the popular vote is now. Let's go ahead and take a vote. We're getting political. Uh, uh, the popular vote didn't win the president. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do know. That's the point. Okay. <laughs> let's take this vote. I don't know. Let's, Who is the villain? Cle- Cleveland mm. or Golden State? You're talking about right now in the NBA? Yeah, right now in the NBA. Who's cheering against more? Who are I more people cheering against one of them, to be honest. or Golden State? Yeah, I, I think I, we're in a villainless NBA right now. Oh, that's silly. I think I we're in a villainless. I think people are rooting for LeBron because he's lost. Oh, I think I'm rooting I, against it still. Like, well, LeBron, I'll, I'll, oh, sure. I mean, I'm not gonna. But I think as a majority, like when when he left Cleveland, was a villain. When he teamed up with the super uh, team, he was kind of villainous. I think he's kind of faded away yeah. from that, especially especially now going back to Cleveland, yeah. going back home, won a title, <clears throat> did that, yeah. and then he lost. <clears throat> got you know, <laughs> yeah. lost bad. Got your disrespect. I don't think they're a villain. I think the Warriors are, if you want to use the V word, as a lowercase V in the sense of they seem almost, again, still too good. It's yeah. like, I'm mad. It's like, don't play with that team yeah. type of deal. They, but, yeah, yeah I, don't think, I, think, bad boys. I don't think there's a villain. I really feel like this is almost like 
like the uh, Civil War and Avengers. Like there's like they're just five, like, five they're just super teams. Yeah, they're just good guys. Got a Greek freak who's about to be a monster. Right. Everybody's just no, trying to be great. But I'm saying like between Cleveland and and, okay. and, and the Warriors, it's just mm. two teams that like mm. either like them or like if you see it that way, you're mm. rooting for them. But there's no yeah, yeah. there's no actual villain. So you didn't think Team Iron Man was the villain in Civil War? No, that's. No. Oh no, there wasn't no there wasn't Are you no serious? real villain. Yeah, he's trying war. to preserve peace. What are you talking about? <laughs> they sold out. All right. He's trying to preserve peace. He sold out and tried to arrest his friends. So much, yeah, man. Yeah, you picked a side in Civil <laughs> War. <laughs> Who did they? And of course, you know they're going to be together in the next movie, right? You pick it immediately. That was the point of the movie. You, yes. Who are you with? And I was Team Cap from the beginning. I was saying this is exciting. <laughs> That's all I needed. Those three, those three, four years that we forget Nathan Owen has behind us is sometimes it seeps out hard. Yeah. That younger millennial, it just it just oozes I'm not out. A millennial. It just oh, yes, you are. Out. Are you something <laughs> below a millennial? What are I you? I don't think I'm a. Mo- I mean, yeah, technically by birth, I'm a millennial. Oh but no, no, we 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 can say we're not millennials. You definitely can't say you're not a millennial. No, no, millennials like eighty one to ninety nine. We're all technically millennials. Eighty one to ninety nine. This is how I determine if you're a millennial. Did you have to use a typewriter in school? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I didn't did have you have to use typewriter once? At yes. least once? Dan? Did you, you have to save typewriter? anything on a floppy disk? Yes. You did? Yes. In what grade? Middle school? Uh middle school, yeah. Okay. Typewriter. I, I wrote in cursive. Alright. You're still you're still, like you you're still some, the worst part of millennial. We just want stuff. you to know that there. You're still just the worst yeah, part of millennial. You're the worst part of it. I played, know that. I played Busy Town. I'm not a millennial. Oh boy. Busy Town. What is that? Get out of here. Is that the rabbits? It was Richard Scary. Nobody knows what that is. Let's moving on. Moving. Let's keep it going. <laughs> Richard Scary. Is that a real person? It was the author, Richard Scary. I don't know what that means. Let's keep moving on here. <laughs> <laughs> that boy knows authors. You can't know authors <laughs> and comic books. Uh, let's keep it moving here. <laughs> Standing in the NBA. Uh, we got a little drama down in Phoenix, Arizona. The Suns are trash. Shout out to Josh Jackson uh, over there representing uh, the Suns. Call in Curry, the champs. You know, weak and lame, and they look like boo-boo. Uh, but... It ain't good right now because they're arguably best player on the team, Eric Bledsoe. Uh, they get smashed again uh, recently. They've lost, I think, they've, they've played three games. I think they've lost two of them at least so far and by at least 40 points. That's they actually a lot have of the, points. They actually have the NBA, <clears throat> they have the largest season opening loss ever, mm-hmm. right? So that, that ain't a good foot. And then Bledsoe, he comes out to the game the other day and he just tweets, uh, I don't want to be here. 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 No punctuation mark. I don't think his capillation was everything. I don't think he had an apostrophe. It wasn't. It was just like, yeah, I want y'all to know how I feel. Yeah. Rough. So here's an update. Still hasn't deleted that tweet. <laughs> Why would you? I'm just those tweets. You they seem to go away almost immediately. But less no. than less than six hours right after that, or less than twelve hours after that, coach who's been there for like five games, four games, or whatever, Earl Watson. They give him the deuce. They're mm. like, all right, bro. Uh, holla. They this say it work. wasn't at the connected, but whatever. <clears throat> Everything so is connected. My piece is, right, I get frustration, right? Mm-hmm. I get I get your team not being good. I get uh, you, for a variety of reasons, wanted to play somewhere else. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, however, let's talk about the tweet. Cool with the tweet, not cool with the tweet. Four reasons why, as a player and as an organization and as a leader on the team, you know, so what are your thoughts about coming after a game as really the leader, one of the leaders on the team, saying, I don't want to be here, let it be, you know what I'm saying, and moving forward? Especially knowing that <clears throat> nothing immediately might come up. Yeah, you just got to be saying? there. And you just got to be there. <laughs> you made that move you know what I'm saying? and knowing you got to go to practice. It looked like Kyrie was going to be like that for a minute yeah. in the offseason and uh, uh, Carmelo. Yeah. Those both were like last minute, like, whoo, thank goodness. Yeah. I didn't want to see these dudes. Uh, I'll just say this. The the older I get, the less I care 
how players care about their team. Sure. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. In the sense that like, oh, this is all business. It's a business. This for is sure. all business. Yeah. If the people up top gonna treat it like a business and everybody running around and it's your real life and your body online, you can treat it like a business. So if you just like, hey, this business ain't working out for me, I'm cool with you being like, I want out of this business. Make some moves for me. Got Like all this, I think we're past, I just think society, we're past the time where like, this is my player and he's always been with this team and he should be loyal to, I don't care. No, like that, that's all gone. Mm-hmm. That Those days are gone. You try to hold on to that if you want to, sure. but super teams will continue to be made and people will continue to tweet out they don't want to be would, there. And he had to be content with the fact that nothing could have happened post-tweet. Yeah, oh, okay. also that. Also, okay. yeah, also you got right. yeah, Also, you got enough. they like, hey, contract says you're going to be here. <laughs> you got to deal with that. But it's nothing wrong being like, hey, I don't like this business right now. I want out of this, I want out of this investment. I signed. I don't like what happened. We need to break up. Uh, so I'm, I'm cool with it. I don't, you know, <laughs> I just think it's like, I wish, I wish you'd have been, I don't want to be here with the sons. That would have been, to me, that would have been like, all right, he mean it. Because he could have been, because he easily, they could come to him and be like, oh, I was just in line at this pizza place and uh, I didn't really feel like mm-hmm. being there. You know, that's what that was. Like, I wanted to be, I'll go all the way in. Like, I don't want to be on this team with these players, name names, and this coach. Like, I would have been dope to me. But other than that, I, I'm cool with it. I don't care who team you on. Go ahead, Nate. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not, I'm not going to say you're wrong. If this is out of the blue, I don't like it. If you've talked to management three or four times and they haven't been willing to work with you and this is your, your Hail Mary going to Atomic, I still don't love it. Mm-hmm. But sure, use whatever tactic you want to advance your career. I mean, in a way, NBA players are small business owners. They are. You are your product. Mm-hmm. Whatever you can do to make that more Man, successful. Being with Phoenix is bad for business. <laughs> it's it's not good, but I, there's also a part of me that's like, look, you you did sign a contract that they can terminate any time, and you can trade you. So I'm not I'm not saying that's fair, <laughs> right? What I'm I'm saying but, to counter that, they don't care about you. You ain't got to care about them in that contract. That is fair. I <laughs> I would just say. If if I'm thinking that I'm gonna have to I'm I'm going to have to leave this team for my career, just to simply tweet and hope that public pressure gets to management, I don't think it's a good strategy at all. Now the fans probably don't like you, so you've lost that. Now things are tense with fans. management and teammates, and now you're gonna you're gonna be much more miserable for probably the two months it takes to get a deal. Because now people know that that's the way you conduct business. Now, why would I trade for somebody that he's not going to talk to me if he doesn't like something? He's just going to tweet about it and blow up my Twitter for a week. Why would I want that person in my locker room when he's not going to conduct himself professionally? You know who's in locker rooms? A bunch of people people don't hate, people don't like. So it's a tweet, like if he goes to some other team, he's going to be relieved that he's not with that team. He knows that's a, you can do that one time. You know what I mean? Like you can't, you know, you can't go to the next place and do that. Yeah, I just checked. He he requested a trade before the season as well. Okay, okay. so clearly they had known about it, mini camp, preseason, whatever, whatever, going into the season as well. Uh, and then obviously that was his last straw. Um, I mean, I, I definitely agree. I'm saying small business player, do what you need to do, handle that. I'm all for that. I'm all for the frustration. I just personally, knowing that is not a guarantee. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't have done that strategy as well, especially knowing one. Um, I mean, I, again, I don't know. It's something about 
leadership and i know there's 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 uh because you there's still a bond you probably got a couple homeboys you really care for on the team you know what i'm saying and i would just kind of prefer to go to them and whatever whatever just i'm just not a huge fan a, a huge fan of blasting things online and dirty and miss that and yeah. then being hasty because if that was a well thought out piece sure but then when you make hate we all we all done it as people when you make hasty statements when you we get frustrated you get hasty and maybe you feel that way but just how you want to go about it you know what I mean? It's just it's just kind of the main thing there. But I listen, I understand because they'll let you go real quick. Uh, when they when you when you hurt your ankle, yeah. When your shoulder go bad, don't when your shot you. don't fall. So <laughs> I, I ain't mad at that piece, yeah. but sometimes it's just delivery. Same mm-hmm. same information, but delivery. I mean, I know it's different leagues, but I think the Chiefs have signed and cut C.J. Spiller like nine times this season. <laughs> <laughs> like they just they just cut him again. Like mm. it's it's insane. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, next topic. Let's talk the Cavs. Cleveland Cavaliers, specifically Dwayne Wade, uh, in the starting lineup for the first week of the season. And uh, reports are now saying that he talked to Tyron Lue and has asked to come off the bench. (laughs) (laughs) So, J.R. Smith uh, back in that number two spot Ah. with uh, presumably Wade being the sixth man. So, good, good or bad move to bench yourself. I love how he, he was able to frame it like, hey, man, I asked for this. Listen. Everybody was like, hey, man, uh, we don't know how to tell you this, but you're not what you thought you was. <laughs> you're probably best with limited minutes and being on the bench. Like, every, I feel like everybody knew when he got when he went to the team, I was like, oh, he's coming off the bench. Like, I thought everybody knew that. When I saw him starting, I was like, this is, gonna, this is not going to last long because he, he's not what he used to be. But in spurts, you can be great. So save yourself. Also, what, you're not a great defender. JR is a much better defender. So it makes more sense for... Like, I don't know why... Like, this sometimes... Stuff was, like this makes me think that I know what I, I could coach a team. Because yeah. I felt like everybody knew that I, he shouldn't be started. <laughs> sure, sure. I think, personally, and I'm not a, I'm not a uh, dude who thinks... Uh, who says, you know... Especially with this coach right here that LeBron coaches the team, whatever. But I think there was definitely a hope that that chemistry and past experience was going to rub off really well with the starting lineup mm-hmm. and have him and LeBron there and just kind of create a nice flute smooth gel. But it hasn't been good. Through the first few games here, he's been averaging 5.7 points, 3 assists, 28% from the field Ugh. in about 24 minutes. That ain't going to get it done, big mm. dog. Uh, and Especially so, with teams know, already I mean, terrible defensively. You know, but Smith's been struggling as well in that position. You know, he was very frustrated when, when it happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's talked about it, uh, and I'm sure that, you know, they've been trying to make it work. But what is disappointing to me because um, it's just, you're just, it's another great. It's another great on the other side of the hill. You know, it's it's just it's, it comes every time. I don't know why it saddens me as a fan, yeah. but especially people I I, I like I, yeah. as players. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, Dwayne Wade was fire out of Marquette. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Coming through. You know what I'm saying? The title and then multiple titles and led Miami pre pre LeBron. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still was solid when he left that following year. Still was averaging 18 points in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Healthy. You know what I'm saying? But I still think he'll pick it up later. Too. Yeah, I agree with that too. System, a lot of things, health. You know, um, and things like that, you know. But also, it's just as a fan, it's just like, ah, you know, it's just like, uh, just a little bit. It, it does hurt, but I don't think we're talking about like Shaq with the Celtics or anything like that. Far no, no, no. Hill. We ain't talking mm. about Shaq with the Celtics. We're talking about a, Shaq with the Celtics is like. That's what I was going to ask. Which, which, any, any sport hurt the most when you saw it? Or like, which old them? Oh, outside of Jordan Wizards? Let's take him off the table. That didn't even hurt. I was happy that came back. Yeah, I was, I was okay with Because I was like, oh he's 40. I, know, I, knew, I, knew, I knew I was getting a diluted Jordan, but at Ugh. the same time, I was like, I he shouldn't be doing that. that at 40. <laughs> like, in the sense, like, being, 20 that's what I'm saying. When I say shouldn't be doing it, I mean, like, being, like, blocking shots oh, yeah, off yeah. the glass. I was like, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. Who hurt you the most? What hurt me the most was 
when Ken Griffey Jr. fell asleep in the dugout. What? When he was with the White Sox. <laughs> oh, man. He, he he was barely DHing at this point. Mm. Uh, fell asleep. And I think he retired like a week later. Yeah. <laughs> fell asleep in the dugout. And I was like, well, they're... That was that was the first like player outside of the Braves, yeah. That I loved, and I was like, "This is the coolest guy ever." Yeah. And then now he's just a dad sleeping in the dugout, like it's some softball tournament. Yeah. And he was like, "I didn't know we were gonna have a nine thirty game." Damn, you got one. <laughs> uh, outside of that, um, let me see. I think I'm, I'm not even a Cowboys fan. I despise them actually, but. <laughs> When Emmitt Smith went to the Cardinals, oh, because yeah. I was a running back, yeah. so I respected Emmitt yeah. Smith. You know what I'm saying? But when he went to the Cardinals, I was like, don't do that, man. It, re- retire, and you know, old school world, especially when you were in your prime, you won titles, just retire with the star on the helmet. Yeah. And then you win, and then it, did, went, it went sour. You know what I'm saying? It went sour quick. Yeah. So that was mine. What you what you got? Uh, this one was recent and sure. I didn't think it hurt me as much, okay. but it reminded me how old I am. Yeah. Is when it was like two years ago when Tim Duncan was in the playoffs, and he got blocked. I think his shot got blocked. Oh what? Remember that? Or he uh-uh. either that he got blocked or like hung on the rim. Oh, I do remember he remember got Remember that? Him. And he just remember looking at his face. I was like, Oh now I'm old. Cause I remember him as like you know what I mean? I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Or like I think Shaq hurt a lot because it was like not only are you not even what used to be on the court but like you're not even dancing the same you know what I mean like you just like you hurt like it's like you big it hurt and like it just ain't good to see people get old and then they start decaying yeah Yeah, I mean like I've only known my I only knew my grandparents as old yeah so like I didn't know them in a prime (laughs) right you know what I'm saying like I didn't know I didn't know Pansy Smith in her prime out here dancing in these streets at the juke joint yeah and kicking I just knew her as a 72 old lady who garden every day (laughs) and woke up at 2 a.m. and right. never I never saw her bathe but yeah. <laughs> I do know that's who I know her as yeah you know it's just interest like I it's I don't know yeah it's it's just tough yeah yeah that one yeah the Shaq Tim what? Duncan Andrew Jones before we used to play with the Braves yeah that one was just like oh it's like man. it's like when I saw to an extent when I saw I Love Lucy in color yeah like when that's I see like, I Love Lucy in color I'm like ooh Lucy you got some spleen in <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh boy! <laughs> what is going on yeah. here? <laughs> yeah, some things don't need to be in. Color. Yeah, that's because I love right? Andy Griffith show. When yeah. I saw Opie and Andy in color, I was like, Nah, go back, go back. <laughs> go back. It's like that. Oh, Andy in color. When you saw Saved by the Bell in college, I wasn't a fan of that. Nah, no, because like, they're like thirty-eight at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that made me think I'd never go to college. Right? I was like, I'll never look like this. Right. I was like, why is this old AC Slater still tucking his shirt in, yeah. bro? Ooh, get out of here, with the, old with AC. the acid wash jeans with the tucked in shirt. When things get old, it just it just changes. Music. Yeah. When you see an old rapper, when or, they when they let Steve Urkel teleport. Remember he was teleporting <laughs> the last season. He was like, I'm about to go to France. How you gonna get that, Steve? <laughs> and then he was in France. He took Lord of France. Get out of here. Yo, what is last when I saw a picture of 112? You remember 112? Oh man, no, you remember 112, don't you? Oh, the re- recent picture? Yeah, yeah, recent I picture. I saw them before. Slim. And I was just like, oh, Yo. oh, peaches and cream is old now. Slim, Slim was thick, bro. Slim was thick. I was like, what is wrong with Slim? His old some guy voice go was by, gone. Yeah, some guy go by Chubby now. Nate, real quick, top two songs you love from 112. Give it to Yeah, me. so next topic we got. Uh, <laughs> I literally gave you one. <laughs> I wasn't going to doubt you. You know what I'm saying? Because you over here had to, uh, what was the, uh, his booty man here from E40? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, was you, what was it? <laughs> I don't even remember the song. Was you in that booty? You in that booty? <laughs> so I'm not gonna doubt the fact yeah. you might know one twelve. You might bro. know one twelve song. But you run away from the top. Come on now, booty man. 
<laughs> you know this? Yo, that's your merch, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, booty man. Just with a little Nate Hates on the pocket. He thought it was going to go away. It never goes away. Just up like Wilson from Home Improvement. Booty man. And and on, the back, on, on the back and be like Give me that bow Give me that bow <laughs> Give me that bow Alright so I'll be I'll be missing you I like that one I know that I'll one I'll be googling one I'm, I'm just here. seeing which ones I know Cause there's a chance That I, I know what is, what, Wait what is that song How does that go I don't know. It's, the, it's I, the one when It's uh, the one with P. Diddy Nope. See, nope. I knew you were thinking Sean Combs is that. Oh that my point? goodness! I think you think that that was that one. I'll be missing you. You think that? Yeah. You think that was the one twelve? Was that one twelve? Okay, that was them singing it. That was part. They were All part right. of that. You know that they're like no one. Okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I literally just googled their songs. So I was like, maybe I know. Uh, a the couple only question of them. I have is, do you know anywhere? Because that's to me is that number one song anywhere. I saw Cupid and maybe see ninety eight, so I'm I'm seven years old. What I got to oh, do yeah, You should know. You should know anywhere. Dude. Yeah, you yeah. should know. You that. should know anywhere. Buddy. Your mom you know was that ninety eight. You was in home school. If you was playing that, you'd have got a whooping. <laughs> oh, whooping. What are you listening to right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, when I hear that beat come up, you don't know the second flat as I went. If you hear that, when I hear that beat, boom, yeah, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I shut it down. I closed mm. the door. I put a little gravy on the floor. Mm-hmm. And, we- <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a problem. Problem. <laughs> It's too good. It's too good. Oh boy, we're having a good day. Let's keep it moving. We talk about sex and it gets uncomfortable. I love so uncomfortable. It got real. I appreciate how this podcast is fairly clean yet nasty. I do appreciate it's the dirtiest clean podcast. The innuendos. Yes. Let's keep it pushing, yo. Let's keep it moving. Uh, next topic. Woo. Uh, <laughs> LeBron James. We're going to kid talk, guys. Get your yeah. mind together. We're going focus, to kid talk. Focus, focus, focus. LeBron James is out here wilding out with birthday parties. He put on a, a fantastic birthday party for his little girl. I believe her name is pronounced Zuri. I could be wrong with that. Do apologize if that's correct. But... It was from one of my favorite movies of all time. I need to do a top 10 list of this. But uh, Moana thing. Uh, again, people, if you haven't seen Moana, uh, you need to check that out. That is clearly one of the top 10 best movies animated. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, but, like, I'm talking about uh, palm trees. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got uh, hula dancing. You got... Uh, uh, I'm trying to find another word for torches now. I feel like you can't even use that <laughs> word use, anymore. You can't use Just tiki standing fire. Uh, <laughs> standing <laughs> fire. You know, he had a, a large dude who looked like um, the Rock's character. I can't think of his name right now off the top of my head. Maui. Maui. Think, look at the boy over here. Got that old Manny in his bag. Well, I see <laughs> yeah. you, We saw it this morning. It was fantastic. <laughs> it made me think about It made me think about some of my best birthdays. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. But I want you guys, first off, uh, did y'all have themed birthdays? And what was probably one of your best? Or we can flip it for time. Or even your, one of your worst birthday parties. First of all, I think I had one birthday party my whole life. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I think I got, I if I remember correctly. Elementary probably? Yeah, I was okay. young. And if I remember correctly, I had a goldfish at the time. Okay. Who I thought wanted some birthday cake. Oh, boy. And I killed my goldfish. Oh, goodness. So, Charlie was dead. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and I had to flush Charlie down the toilet <laughs> on, on my birthday. birthday. <laughs> oh. Oh no! I ain't no fish didn't want cake. Oh. I was I was a very inclusive kid. I was like, hold on, every all the kids don't eat, Everybody. but the fish can't eat. I got you, Charlie. Hunk a birthday cake. 
put it in the thing. A couple hours later, Charlie is dead. I think couple, all my fish also were named with Charlie. No. So, so I think I had to flush like two Charlies down the toilet. Not Charlie. I was not an imaginative kid. Charlie was it one. icing or was it the cake as well? It was a little bit earthy. It's the whole I, handful of cake Ooh. and I just put it in there. I was like, well, I got you. You don't got to eat this nasty fish food. How, how old were you? I don't remember. Probably like top, probably top seven. Okay. Yeah. I don't All think right. I was even that old. Seven first. But that's the only time I remember day. having a birthday party. We didn't do we didn't do birthday parties. Any birthday like parties? No. Okay. Okay. No, and I wasn't there wasn't. What you got, Nathan Owens? <laughs> it was always good. I, my parents never spent a ton of money sure, sure. on a thing, but my mom's a great cook. That okay. was her thing. So mm-hmm. she's like, whatever cake you want. Fantastic. Uh that was it. Have friends over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was always it was good up until I, th- I think once like 12, 13 mm-hmm. is when they kind of stopped. Oh yeah, shut that down. Stop the big yeah, yeah, yeah. lots of people. Shut that down. So it was good. Um, trying to think of the worst worst birthday. I don't think you're gonna be killing fish. Gonna kill I'm, fish. I'm not gonna be killing fish. They were all pretty. R.I.P. Charlie's. My uh my birthdays were fairly solid. We had we had a good number of. Them. I think my best birthday parties though were always at Discovery Zone. DZ Discovery Zone. Listen, oh, rocking new everything wow. on my. Own. If you don't know DZ, yes. you know what I'm saying. Shame on you. Uh, oh, almost lost so, my finger at DZ one time. Discovery Zone was the business. It was brother. also dangerous. It was very dangerous. Very dangerous. So dangerous. I, I had an unwritten bit. I definitely had a concussion and almost lost a brother, finger at a Discovery Zone. You will die, at Discovery you Zone, if you walk away. We lost many good kids. Pretty the sure. craziest thing about that joint was like my father was very. Like when we go to Discovery Zone, he was just a very active dad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sports, comp- you know, he was just a very active dad. And so he was always the go-to dad. Like, all the dads, you know what I'm saying, or, or family members, or whatever, be at the table, you know what I'm saying, reading books. We ain't had no <laughs> smartphones back in the day. They just reading big books. You know what I'm saying? Periodicals. <laughs> bringing like encyclopedias to hey, birthday parties. bring that Z. Bring that yeah, Z. Bring I want to finish talking Z. about Zenith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he be throwing kids like Wazoo. Like, he just be throwing kids in the in the balls, y'all. The balls was where it at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just throwing in the balls. I remember one time I don't remember this dude name it probably about 15 kids at Discovery Zone and just they all just on top of my dad just just a black man in the balls with 15 white kids on them <laughs> with icing around their mouth it was just a scene and one time he threw this kid yo <clears throat> now the door oh no already a problem <laughs> the door wasn't really a door it was like netting mm-hmm. right and he wasn't trying to, but like he was just swinging kids off his arm. He big dude, 5'11", you know, bodybuilder, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And he swung this kid, just, <laughs> he just threw poor little, just Harper, just threw, <laughs> through the netting of the door. Through the netting. And, just, <laughs> and I remember because he, he landed, <laughs> he landed by the concession stands. <laughs> Not, that's not a designated Bro, play area. Listen, I don't know how we made it out alive. Yeah, I think this was post Rodney King, oh. pre where we are now. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that white kid was kind of down. <laughs> we checked on him, and he got right back in and jumped back go. on my dad. And I was like, I, I salute you. Yeah, I salute you. That could have been real bad. It could have been real bad. He threw that man all the way through the wall. <laughs> But your birthday party was good, man. Shout out to any any parents. Shout out to for, LeBron doing yeah, that. For, for LeBron, man. Yeah. That's a exciting memories. moment. Creating memories. Memories. That that's what you want to create. Because, yeah. you know, life's going to give enough bad ones. Yeah. Hold on to those good ones, the people. pictures. That was awesome. You throw your kid apart. And then don't don't break the bank if you ain't got bank. LeBron got Moana coming to the party. Real life Moana mm-hmm. coming to the party bank. Right. You ain't got You might, as mom, just might have to be Moana. Yeah, no, don't be you Moana know? if you're not Moana. Because <laughs> do kids know. Like, mama, what you look like that for? Well, I'm Moana. No, you're not. You mama. <laughs> that kid's going to freak out. <laughs> Dad come through with his shirt off. Yeah. Put your shirt off. Put your shirt off. Put your shirt off. Maria. My daddy nipples out. Maria. <laughs> 
can't be out here daddy with your got a luau on just on you got flowers on your yeah, yeah. any flowers around your neck <laughs> you got a rash now <laughs> you're on your neck you know you're allergic to flowers hey, his parents you be trying to make it work bro <laughs> Oh my goodness! Too much. Everybody's skirt just made out of grass. Just Daddy got glue, just glue stick <laughs> grass skirts. <laughs> just I just it's hot somebody glue, don't know not, somebody don't know where draws under this skirt. <laughs> Scaring me, kids. Bad. Oh my goodness, yo. bad. Don't be bad. Don't be bad, yo. Yeah. Next topic. <laughs> Russell Westbrook released his new clothing line. Uh, Honor the gift. His new clothing brand is uh, coming soon. He wore some of it. To the game, which was a, a neon shirt and gray sweatpants. I'm just now seeing this look. That's the most tame Westbrook look I've ever seen. It's just the Mr. Slugworth glasses from Chocolate Factory. Uh, like a neon, like traffic guy shirt. Sweatpants. And uh, that's it. I guess the question is, have you seen anything that Westbrook has worn that you'd be like, man, I would wear that? That one time he wore um, the uh, camera, I would wear, I would use that camera. <laughs> That's it. Then he wore a camera one time. He wore like a press, like yeah. a press. No, uniform. not the press uniform. Didn't he have an actual camera with him when he did that? Because if he did that, I would I would just own that camera. Other <laughs> than that, uh, he can burn all that stuff. That is not that is not for me. Mm. It's not for me. Who's, not for who's it for? Who's excited about this clothing line? Oh, I know a lot of people for sure. For I sure. know a lot of people well, who are. Westbrook. Westbrook is loved in the NBA for for solid, for solid reasons. So he's gonna get a lot of support. Uh, he's one of the best point guards, one of the best players in the game. MVP. Uh, he's got tenacity. So like he's he's a lovable favorite. You know what I'm saying? Top ten NBA player. Um, and so I think a lot of people are gonna ride with it, depending on the pricing. But even not depending on the pricing, because they're gonna ride for what they ride for. I mean, uh, Lonzo, what four ninety five, right, for the kicks, mm-hmm. and never play the game. So the rest are sure people are gonna ride with uh, Westbrook, MVP. especially if it's not as crazy as he potentially not potentially has dressed in the past. Like if it's legit, like sporting apparel or just legit shirts people can rock for you know right twenty five to whatever number of dollars he wants to spend up top. Oh, nothing on twenty five. <clears throat> I don't know. He might want to bring back Starberry. I don't know. You know, so you never know what happens. <laughs> I, I was good fade. Somebody talked about Stephen Barry the other day. Shout out to Shiny. <laughs> we That's right what it was. <laughs> Shout out to Shiny, hilarious comic in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> said, y'all, y'all remember Stephen Barry? I was like, brother, let's talk Please. about that for 10 minutes. I got a P code I wear right now from Stephen Barry. That PK for Stephen Barry was the business, <laughs> yeah. brother. I think it's the same Pico I came over Dan's house the first time with and Ooh. put it down on his couch. Yep. And then picked up and walked away with a wolf on my back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was not a good day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think I think people will definitely rock with it, but it's probably not going to be something I'm rocking. I'm looking at this picture too for the like, first time. He looks like a 1993 dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, do. like a 1993 dad. Just like a cool dad. It's cool dad. Just cool dad. Got the shirt tucked into the warm-up pants. Make noise when you walk. Yeah, he's just a '93 cool dad. He clapped with his keys in his hand. I see it. You know what I'm saying? Was your dad stylish? No, nah, not at all. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not good at style. I, I I just know. I know my mom wasn't gonna let him out the house looking crazy. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm pretty sure he was. He was he solid. Respectable. He was okay. solid. Sure. I know he was solid. Yeah, I can't dad, say stylish. My dad was fairly stylish. I mean, he had a lot of shoes. You know what I'm saying? A lot of cologne. He used to love getting his cologne. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Watches. So he was, he was, he was fairly, I mean, age appropriate, though. He right. also, you know what I'm saying? So he had like shoes. I was like, Dad, I wouldn't have these shoes. But, yeah. you know, you're 39. So right. these shoes are hot. What's the, but, what's the no no for you? Like, you get starting to like a no, like, if I see this on a grown man, I gotta, we got to have a conversation. Oh, uh, grown man, we're talking like, 
We're talking like grown man, like what? We're talking like like older than us. Okay, yeah. older than us. Older than us. And you True. see it, you just like, hey, oh, I can't see you in those in those skinny jeans. Okay. If I saw forty three year old dad walking around with skinny jeans, okay. If I, if I saw if I saw forty four year old dad walking in my school with a third grader in it, holding hands going to yeah. lunch and some skinny jeans, bro, I'm about to pull him to the side. Okay. That's what. That's one. That's <clears throat> off top. Forty four years old. I'm just like, sir. You know you got to go boot cut or straight. You know what yeah. you're doing, so don't do it to yourself. Yeah. That's one. What you got? What you running with? Right now, 44-year-old dad coming through. It's it's the rolled-up pants with the no socks. Oh. Rolled-up pants So you wear no you socks? wear like loafers. We don't know the same people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you, wear, you wear loafers or you mm-hmm. wear, yeah, and you roll up the pants uh-huh. and you don't have socks on under. Uh-huh. And it is. It's a very tighter fit of okay. jean. Okay. I think and, what you're talking and you about. See, it's the same guys that like wear jeans with blazers casually. Ah, uh, those guys. And you're just like you have another coat. <laughs> you you didn't. You know what? As you're saying this, I'm like I can see a 23 year old black kid killing it. Like, <laughs> just like being a man everywhere he walks. Rolled up jeans, nice little blazer. He's a graduate student. Yeah, that dude's killing the game. Mm. What you running with? Uh listen. It don't matter what show I'm on. If I see an old dude, come on now. And his crease is like Ooh. that that super starchy crease. <laughs> I'm not even one to go into the crowd, but if I see that, I, mean, I see that crease playing. Because you gotta go and play it, brother. Because that crease, that crease that can like cut a, cut a piece of paper in half. They, I don't know where they get that. They, old old players got that industrial starch, mm. where it's like mm. I don't even know how you got in them pants. <laughs> what a phase in our lives. <laughs> the, that starch. I never went. I never went starch. Start. I never went crease like that. You never went crease like that. Nah, nah. Am I, I, I only had a crease in high school? I think I might have did one. I don't like it. But also, you never I, had creases in your pants like that. No, we did. My mom when she would iron. No, no, I'm talking like because that's just a respectable person ironing clothes. I understand what you're saying, but like intentional, like style, hour style labor of oh, crease. No, okay, no. Dan, did you write that? Yo, faultless. Shout out to faultless lemon scent. Okay, you know what I'm saying yeah. But faultless. then shout out, and I know a couple hundred people gonna ride with me. Is stay flow. Stay flow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay flow changed the game for the creases in middle school. They don't even yo. know what you're talking about right now because no, they still don't iron. <laughs> I know people. To this day, who don't do it, but I know them still living and breathing on mm-hmm. this earth, who would iron their pants about 45 minutes an hour, mm-hmm. s- like one side per yes. leg. Yes. Per leg. I knew a dude, I knew a friend of a dude who would put his stuff in the oven. Uh-huh. You understand what I'm saying? You tracking with me here? You yeah, picking what I'm putting down real. here? These people were trying to walk out, trying to cut a man with <laughs> yeah. their creases like in they, their jeans, yes. bro. Their lead pipes was going to be on flames. My goodness, yeah. yeah. I had a homeboy who did that. He Ooh. was just like, he was, I mean, this is like, in the last maybe like 10 years. Crazy. He had the crease in the jeans and every time I was like, you, what, you 48 years old? <laughs> Oh, your age? Yeah. Oh, no, bro. <laughs> like, you're 48 years old. Oh, you that, brother. What you doing? You but it worked for him. Okay. It worked, like, it worked for him. Like, it didn't work for everybody, no, but no. I was like, that's just one thing. If I'm ever on stage, I see Crease, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it, but I'll be like, hey, we got to discuss. That's hilarious, yo. Yeah. Shout out to anybody with a Crease on right now listen to this podcast. Shoot pictures of your Crease, <laughs> please. Yeah, let's see what you work with. Let's keep it moving. Six top, you know what it is, grandma's favorite topic. Nate's hate back for another one here. Last week he talked about somebody with a broken nose. This time he's got a little more lighter topic, right? Nate, what made on this week? Uh, not much of a lighter topic. <laughs> shouldn't have done. You shouldn't have introed me with that. Did you see what I was doing? No, I didn't. All right, so Burger King released a commercial this week. No! Uh, Are you really? Just, I don't know where this is going, so let's go. Burger Man. King released this anti-bullying commercial. And it's just, it. it's not that the commercial itself was bad. It's just, I don't need Burger King preaching at me. I don't need you to tackle bullying. You barely have tackled food. Like, Burger King, get your own 
business right before you start taking on social subjects. So they have this commercial where they stage this very, very 90s TV bully in this Burger King. They do that and then they punch people's burgers. And then they're like, who's going to report what? Which once I saw the punch burgers, I was like, have they been doing this for 20 years? Because that looks like every single burger I've ever gotten at Burger King. It looks like you've been bullying your food <clears throat> for 20 years. And then they were like, only 3% of people reported the bully. Yeah, it's because it's none of your business. It's none of your business what goes on seven tables over. It's like everybody reported a punched burger. Why does that surprise anybody? That they were like, hey, somebody's fist went into my food. And I'm going to tell you about it. Everybody's like, that's shocking. That's shocking. No, it's not. Also, like, I'm not going to say that bullying is good, but I hope not. Bullying is going to happen. So instead of stopping it, because we're not going to stop it, because they're going to be jerk people that marry other jerk people and have jerk kids that are going to be bullies. That's the way of life. You just have to learn how to deal with it. So what I did was I was like, let me think back to when I first remember getting bullied and it was first grade. We had this day at school where uh, we could dress up as our favorite book character. And I dressed up as the detective, Nate, the great. I don't know if you guys remember that book series. Uh, He was a young detective, Nate, the great. He also was a pancake enthusiast. And I was like, this is the guy that I'm rolling with. We have the same name. We both love breakfast food. Perfect. Uh, And everybody on the playground called me Nancy Drew. And so that was my bullying. And I remember telling my mom about that. I was like, hey, mom, I got bullied today. And I told her why. And she laughed and was like, well, you're going to have to figure that out. She was like, you can tell a teacher or you can toughen up. That's basically her advice. And that's like, yeah, that's what you do. You can either go get an authority figure if you want to do that or you can deal with it. You're going to get bullied. You're going to get bullied by your friends. You're going to get bullied by people who weren't your friends. My, one of my best friends now bullied me in kindergarten. He would take his sweater off at recess, and every time my swing would go back, he would whip it around the chain and pull, and I'd fall off the swing and then run away. And we're friends now because that's just how it works. Um, also, I think if you want to run like a real anti-bullying campaign, give everybody sisters because sisters are so mean and psychological, they will toughen you up in a way that no chubby kid in the grade above you ever will be able to. Like I had my sister, like, so Emily would grab my shirt and like spin me around like Bowser in Mario 64. Mm-hmm. And then she would let go and I would go flying into something. And then Sarah would say, you can't hit us cause we're girls. So are you done complaining about how you got bullied yet? Uh, no. So, <laughs> so we about to bully you. <laughs> And that's I'm coming yeah. so hard. Yeah. And I'm so ready for it. Do you know why? Because I learned to deal with it instead of expecting other people to fix my issue. Burger King, let's just focus on burgers. You don't even put cheese on your main burger. Yeah, but I don't like cheese. You who doesn't more people want people cheese like off there? Who if you if you if I have to go and ask you for your main burger? And I have to ask you to add cheese to your main burger. You are a terrible burger establishment. I have eaten at the Oakwood Burger King four times in my life. And every single time, you know what? It bullied me about an hour later. So (laughs) Burger King, why don't you fix your own food before you try to tackle something that's been going on forever and will always go on. All right, get them, Dan. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Nate, what is the main goal of advertising? To sell. Right. 
Do you realize that this ad generated more views and more impact than a Super Bowl ad? Did it? Like, did Burger King sales go up? Yes. What? Oh, gosh. So they bullied people? This is, it's been no. viewed over 25 million times. With rave reviews, my dad. I'm looking at it right now. People love it. And he must have not seen my tweet because I said, whoever came up with this idea deserves a raise when mm. I first saw it. Because it is <clears> genius. <throat> it's clear. It's on brand. And you remember that's Burger King. Because a lot of people make commercials like this or do something like this. And they don't do a good job of connecting what was done to the brand. How they do a great job of connecting that no junior, right, which is their thing, will be mm-hmm. bullied like when it comes to Burger King. Yeah. And and of course, like Nate, if you were in a Burger King, are you telling and you saw a kid getting picked on You just gonna like that's you just gonna let that fly. I would go to the counter and be like, Can y'all do something about this noise? You could be Oh, you're oh. such a Gonna, because it's that it's their deal it's they deal no, with it. it's not it's nah, not man. my stand job to walk around stand up kid. for the kids man the kids I, my, like you're probably just joking around no they're probably not well, first off it was so it was so clearly staged that was the thing the bullying was not authentic right bullying. that wasn't the point they, they were the point they were, we're trying to see what, what people do so i'd see that and i go oh they're just obviously joking around that there's no For way that's serious. Who, who uh, appreciates a good superhero? You are not super at all. You are very not. You can never be a, like somebody who wants who dresses as if someone that that is that is be respected and and fights for justice. You, sir. Given an opportunity sounds like you'd be like justice. I'm away for Batman to solve my problems. <laughs> I'm not a and GI not, Joe. I'm not going to walk no, up to the table. You don't have like, to be wrong. You could just know. be a regular person that sees a kid no, getting you bullied walk up to the kid, and be like, like, "Hey man, what you doing? Okay? Y'all good? Yeah, everything. You're not. You're not, you're not going to do that. It's not my job. Ooh, I would. I would Ooh, probably say. I would time? probably say okay, something. Can we? Can we pass this to Damon? Because Damon is about to. Damon crossed his arms. Get him. All right, listen. No, too late. You had your piece. Stop. You about to get roasted. Get him. Listen, I'm not I'm not here, Rose. I don't have time. I don't have time for this. This is I I just ooh, I just gotta get my life together. You gotta get God. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, and it is it is uh it is not that that might be Yeah, get him. That that might be the saddest, dumbest <laughs> Four minutes we've allowed you to talk on yeah. this podcast, David yeah. Owens, in a year and a half. I apologize to anybody who's listening to this who respect us as a podcast. <laughs> Did you just say you would let a a, a kid get beat up no, no, because no. you are nervous to fight a second grader? He's or you would getting, call listen, an adult no, at Burger King? He's not getting no. beat up. This is well, I'm not listen, letting somebody get punched in the face. No, listen, this is there's a lot of problems wrong with this. We don't have enough time on this podcast to talk about your issue. <laughs> what a good video against bullying because you got made fun of and got your panties in a bunch. But your <laughs> sisters over here, yeah. you over here upset and sad because Emily and Sarah, you called them by names. You, you usually don't do that. So he was really his emotions. <laughs> yeah, about that. He go again. He, he, called, he, him go again. By, he called them by names just because they went over and gave you some wedgies. You know what I'm saying? And gave you little swirlies over also, there. Also, you keep talking. Your little sister bullied you. <laughs> I just want to put that on. No, you gotta stand That's up as a man. Problem. I couldn't fight you back. I no, but you cannot get bullied by your little sister. But no, continue, Damon. Please go ahead. No, and he he just like complains about a PSA about 
anti-bullying, anti-bullying. and then the, the rest of the time he complained about how he got bullied. Right. I'm saying we don't need PSAs. You just teach kids who be, to deal with who it. But be this given, is the way that you yeah, teach. Who should be giving out PSAs about bullying? Nobody. I don't need to. I don't need a PSA Clearly about bullying. Clearly, you do. Put you wouldn't help a kid in a Burger King get bullied. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Backtrack here. I don't know what topic's gonna get cut, but we fit talk about this for a second. Yeah, we about to be on this. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> So you said you we don't need PSAs on bullying. So how are we going to coach and model bullying? Because it is a real thing has been around forever. Talk to the people that it actually affects, which is ev- high schoolers. Oh no, you don't think people get bullied down low in elementary school? Oh yeah, it's kids. Talk to students. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So who who is they? What do you mean who is they? Who is that? Who who is talking to the students? I don't know. Figure that out. Have an assembly. I don't. An there's assembly. no. There's no fix to bullying. I think that's the you thing because they preach this whole thing like, oh, we got to stop bullying. We got to stop bullying. We got to yeah. stop bullying. Then you turn 19, and instead of having to stop bullying, now you have to work for the bullies. Now you have to make the bullies money, and you can't. You can't complain to the boss. Yes, you can about a bully. No, you just have to deal with it because you know what bullying in high school turns 10, into bullying as adult. It calls from uh, uh, bullying in high school turned into a Harvey Weinstein bullying women. That's yep. okay. And no, then, and, that's, no, 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 but I'm saying that's why they're. That's why you have to say stopping it. Like that's why it's important to say that you can't be like it's a thing. You got to make more for your balls. You're encouraging people to have the courage to say, "Hey, this is not cool." And look, I'm all for at least your thought in. Brands need to be careful to preach. We all saw what happened to Pepsi mm. when they tried to go down, walk mm, down true. that road. Mm, mm-hmm. true. Um, poorly. Very, bad. very poorly. Mm, yeah. But when a brand does it well, we should applaud them that they are doing more with their ad dollars. Similar to that lumber uh, Super Bowl. Exactly. Uh, like the wall. Do we yeah. remember their name? Yeah, it's just 24 lumber. We just know it was or lumber. It, no, it's oh, like good a, enough. How much lumber have you purchased since the Super Bowl? I don't purchase lumber. I didn't purchase lumber before then. I just said lumber, though. Yeah, and I could just Google Super Bowl lumber. Yeah, it's you're still gonna get Burger King once in a while. So last, I'm not. That's it. I don't eat Burger King. It just sounds like you didn't know better. how to deal with bullying, yeah. and then you want everybody to get bullied. No, no, yeah. I didn't, and so I learned how. How do how, how did do you, you deal with bullying? By saying quietly. Like, that's not that's not dealing with bullying. Well, first off, you toughen up. What does that mean? That means you just don't let you don't be so sensitive. Oh sure. Mental so you toughness? don't call everything bullying. I know we no, joke. No, mental sh- toughness is legit. That is mental toughness is legit. But also, people. We're we're creating people who are who who are just bystanders. Sure, we are now in a society where people are just bystanders. Fact. So something like this is encouraging uh-huh. people to say, no, 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 no. You have uh-huh. a hand in this too. If you're around, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a hand in this too. Yo, you should be proactive Fact. to be like, hey, this shouldn't be happening. Yo, this because hap- all we do is sit around and watch people, whether it's kids getting bullied, uh-huh. women be, uh, being people being misogynistic to women. Yes. All, there's a bunch of people just. And so we're gonna tell women to also, hey. It's a man's this world. This second you grade. Not, like, you can't be. No, no. I'm not saying you're saying that. What I'm saying is what that mentality. What it can become. Is linked. This happened in second grade. Uh, my son, he was a, a bystander. We had a whole ordeal about this, about him being a bystander to watching, being literally in the vicinity of bullying happening. Mm-hmm. Unsure, sure of how to handle it. I, I, you know, there's a piece of that as a, as a second grader. You know, and so more than anything, we want to talk about. Why bystanding is not okay. You know what I'm saying? And while you are, I, didn't, I said it in this way, but essentially part of the issue as well. You know what I mean? And so it is a very, it is a very uh, legit thing to be concerned about uh, for any and everyone at a young age, even as, even as adults. But primarily we're talking about, you know, getting the message out to kids who are dealing with this from real life bullying to cyber bullying or whatever the case may be. Uh, so... 
this was this was the worst uh, Nate hates guys. We want to uh, tell you this was worse than him hating on cancer and women. And yeah, Guatemalans, no, that and this was yeah, a problem, no, real. you yeah. know, because you have said nothing positive. You, you said, have not helped us out as a people, Nathan yeah. Owens. Here, you are pro bullying. I have a and anti Burger King. Teach kids to deal with it instead of telling them. But it's you haven't told us how to deal with it. Besides, suck it up and don't say nothing. I'm not saying don't say anything. I think it's. I think it is different when it's peers versus strangers. So give us three but I'm strategies. Strangers how should to be stop involved it. too. How do you stop? That's the the problem so is strangers you, don't want to get involved, and that allows that to become to a continue. thing. Because and, and here, here's 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 why I will, this is it's all connected, Nate. It's we, all connected. We're preaching right now, but let me because it is it is all connected. All Misogyny, uh, racism. Because I'm thinking injustice, like I, I know my granddad is so much tougher mentally than I will ever be oh, for sure, right? Because of the stuff that he had to deal with. Yeah, yeah. But I now have peers uh-huh. who don't look like me uh-huh. who say things that people his who his generation would never say, uh-huh. right? And so he could easily tell me, "Hey, man, you got to deal with it," right? Mm-hmm. But also at the at the same time, there are now people he understands that like. Oh, there are people who care about it the way we care about it, who don't look like us, mm. and they they stepped up and they did something. They didn't just stand there and be like, "Hey, that's your problem," because the whole "A, hey, that's your problem" is the problem. That's the problem. It is. It's my problem. If I see you being bullied and being mistreated, you, I'm a part. It's our and problem. Do nothing. It's our problem as people, as as humans, as human beings. It's yeah, all connected. It's not just bullying. It's stu- like to your point, Dave. It's stupidity anywhere. Yeah. That you just like you, you have to say something, especially in this day and age where so much just flies by. And just shout out to Burger King because you do make King. a terrible burger. So bad. And not so bad. And so bad. We can agree on that. We can agree. And they on try that. too much. A Cheeto fry. Oh my god. What is a Cheeto right. fry? A Cheeto fry. Trying way too hard with their food, but I will say this. As far as their like ranking in the brand system for me, they jumped up at least three notches yeah. just based off of doing this. Got brands. This, this got no brilliant. brands right here. So, so what? And this is just a, actually a serious question. Okay, what did what is that commercial actually going to achieve? It it changes their perspective that it's a dirty restaurant that does not care about the patron. It just puts out crap food. Uh, one, two. If I saw that as a parent, now it's going to help me with conversation yep. starter. Yep. So now that's that that already opening having conversation dialogue with your kids, huge piece. I could go watch that in the classroom tomorrow as a teacher. Yep. Now I'm in t- impacting a classroom, hundreds of kids, depending on if I spread that to the whole school or whatever the case may be. Dialogue amongst the, the colleagues. You can put that on a Facebook board, have us talk about it as a community at our next meeting. It can do tons of change. It's literally just encouraging people to dialogue. be better in those moments. For sure. Sometimes that's that's all like what else could like that's that's a huge Encouraging people to be better in those moments. There's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. That's it. All right, that's it. I hope, I hope Emily. Everybody just comes go punch and Nate you and then let us watch Willie. him get. I was gonna put bully on Sharpie on your forehead. <laughs> you your, your Nate hates have been like marginally like where we all have agreed with him like the last like two months. And I was wondering if we were just permanently. He had to remind us, guys. He had, he had to remind us, baby. This is why this hey, segment exists. I didn't come into this Nate Hates thinking it would be turned to, hey, you might be pro-racism and misogyny. <laughs> I really yeah, didn't think that would happen. I, I thought it would be like, We hey, don't think that's what you are. You know what? Burger mm-hmm. King doesn't need to make a better burger and mm-hmm. stop preaching. Oh, we, that is that is silly. They need to stop making G.I. Joe, now you know. Teachable bro. moments, man. Teachable moments, teachable guys. Moments, bro. Reading that's Rainbow, it. let's go. Let's that's go. it, baby. Oh, pro bully! This boy, pro bully! I'm not pro, pro, hundred percent pro bully. Mm, mm, mm. You're you're partially pro bully though, which it's is just because so he had funny. a sad had a child, I think had two I, girls I, just beat him up every day. 
I'm just pro get Nancy, stronger. Nancy, Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy Drew. That's what they called you. We played double dutch over there, just over there jumping around. Eating pancakes. That's it. Had to look, Did you had come to, to school in pa- with pancakes? I didn't come to school with That's pancakes. It. I had that would have been awesome. Dominic like Wilkins jersey on over there with no no sleeves on. That, over was, there. that was going to be my clothes as a 45-year-old adult if you wear a jersey. You, just know. Oh my goodness gracious, guys! Oh my goodness! Gracious. If you're double the age of the athlete wearing the jersey, it's not okay. Shut it down! Shut it down! Also, if you're twice the size, which is why I got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of linemen for this guy. A lot of linemen, and Antoine Walker. That's the two jerseys. Next topic. Finally, <laughs> um, Bill Clinton and Usain Bolt. No more. We're hanging out. Uh, he said, "I'm a huge fan." Uh, they hung out before a race together. It's such a bizarre video. Damon's gonna put the video up tomorrow that uh, TMZ Sports got. Um, is this the weirdest bromance amongst like politicians and athletes that we've seen? Politicians and because because I think we we saw a lot of bromance with Obama, especially. That was the first one that I remember seeing a real what felt like friendship. And partnership between athletes and a president. Hmm. Um, and then just Bill Clinton and Usain Bolt just hanging out. I don't, what are they talking about? I don't know. know I don't what know about the bromance for presidents uh, and athletes, but what I do know is your boy George W. <laughs> oh, he's got a few more friends in the world hey. uh, in the last few weeks. <laughs> got that man is Who sitting pretty well in these yeah. days. I see Don't so many pictures of him just smiling and yeah. smirking. Just, yeah. mm, mm, doing all yeah. right. Look at me. Not, not the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Look at your boy George coming through with the good, good. How you feel about me now? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all I thought I was forget. done. Y'all thought I was done. I got something to say. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um who was it? Was it did he have any friends? Blowjobs were bad. <laughs> <laughs> right. Damn, you gotta stay with the euphemisms here, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Dan clever <laughs> with gravy. Wait a second. Bullseye. <laughs> Sexual. <laughs> It's 10 o'clock, man. It's not even... We can't even say getting ready for work this morning. You can't even right? say that on TV button their shirt and listen to this podcast. It's like, whoa! whoa. Spilling coffee on a Oxford break. First off, don't... If you if you don't know, don't Google that. Let's just get that out of the way so we don't ruin some kids' What did he say, babe? Don't worry about that, Nothing at all. Let's Mom, see. I heard this thing that Dan said on the podcast. the podcast. Oh, yeah, that podcast we all love, right? Yeah. They came to our church that one time. Great people. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> talk about hurting the brand. <laughs> you supposed to be the brand guy. That has something to do with whistles. You got us all the way off brand. You want to rebound from that one? That's all good. That's all good. That's why I love this podcast. Yeah. It's a for a crossing guard, right? <laughs> um. So, <laughs> Bill Clinton, Usain Bolt, what do they have in common? You know what is that windy outside? You just got to blow the kite. Yeah. <laughs> you know that kid who just blows the kite. Yeah. That's all that is. <laughs> Some kids have extra strong lungs <laughs> and uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I'll say Bill Clinton, Usain Bolt, uh, mm-hmm. what do they have in common? Have you seen Usain Bolt, like his Instagram or like anybody uh-huh. heard any story? No. Uh, I know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about, hey, who you seen? <laughs> well, them dudes, uh, they, they're the life of the party guys. Mm. So pretty sure they just swapping tips. Probably gonna write a book together. How to be a player. <laughs> 
Something like that. We're gonna get Bill Bellamy involved with it. I don't know. Just Bolton Bill. Bolton Bill. Bolton Bill. Ooh, Ooh. That sounds good. All right, all right, all right, all right. A little oh. I see it. Well, uh, they make furniture or sell great burgers. This is Bolton Bill. <laughs> hey, yo, you been to Bolton Bill? Yeah. That's pretty good right there. Yeah. I think, I think that's enough for that time. That's enough for that time. That's, that's it. it. We, we talked about bullying for 42 minutes. Yeah, so we're we gonna waste to. your time talking about Bolton Bill. Mm, yeah. I don't know if we're going to talk about this topic or not a lot either as well. Yeah, what's the next uh, but next topic here, uh, Joe Thomas. Uh, if you know Joe Thomas, he plays for the Cleveland Browns. If you don't know the Cleveland Browns, you shouldn't. Uh, but what's, what, what is uh, big for Joe uh, Thomas, one, is that in the history of the NFL, he has had the most consecutive snaps. He is the Iron Man of the NFL, if mm-hmm. you will. He's had unofficially 10,363 consecutive un. Um, untainted every time back to back. I think consecutive means that. Uh, <laughs> snaps. Pretty sure it does. Ever, but he got hurt. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be out for for several weeks here. Torn his tricep uh, injury in the game here. So I think for me, we, I think we've kind of alluded to this a few times, maybe in the past, but streaks, mm-hmm. right? And I think there is something astonishing about players or just people in general just like streaks you know what i'm saying or just being able to do things for a long period of time without falling off the wagon you know whatever the case may be like shout out to anybody who's still holding on to a new new year resolution shout out to anybody who's still you know reading a book every month whatever you your goals may be mm-hmm. what's something i'm intrigued on we'll get a little personal here a streak or something you've been consistent with for a while that you were proud of past present or something that on the flip side you was like yo i'm gonna you've been adamant about something you've been gung-ho about something like yo this is about to happen about to change my life and then that streak ended abruptly you know what i'm saying something that you just like yo i'm gonna make this happen consistently and then you're like oh no i'm still a fickle person uh everything in my life no. <laughs> <laughs> always I think the most consistent thing I've ever done in life is just do comedy. That's the most. <laughs> get up, baby. Get up. That's get the down. most consistent. And it's, it's shown itself fruitful. So maybe he learned a lesson. Come on now. Be consistent with stuff. Because every time I'm like, hey, man, today's the day. I go work out. And then I do. <laughs> and then the next day, it's like, you do this every day? Every day? No, thank you. Nah, I'll be all right. Stop it. Uh, so I probably, the most, the thing I probably, it's like every year, well, not every year, but like a lot of, like a few years, I've done like the Daniel Fest. Mm-hmm. You go to 21 days. Okay. Okay. And like I've done that a couple times. I've done that a couple times. And I'm All like, right. look at me. Twenty one days. Twenty one days. Hey. No meat. No meat. No cheese. No, no meat, dairy. No cheese. No dairy. No sugar. No, no happiness. Yeah, Ooh. but yeah. Okay. And then I'll be, but then it's always a twenty second day. You like I could do this, and then, <laughs> and then you go eat the biggest burger Ooh. and drink the most sugary drink, Ooh. and I'm like, oh, I'm back. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I left. Yeah, but I'm most I probably yeah probably the Daniel Fast being okay. like the most the, yeah the thing I'm done alone for sure, and that's twenty one days. Okay, that's you know how much commitment I have to <laughs> hey, anything. You gotta start small, baby. Nate, what you got? What's your trick? All right, so after after high school, mm-hmm. my my high school had weird rules for hair. You know, they, they said off the collar, off the ears. Mm. Um, but that only applied off to people. Off the collar, off the ears. That was a rule. But that didn't apply to everybody. Oh, staff, <laughs> staff kids had hair that was down. They were fine. Can I say something real quick? That yeah. I, I used to go to Christian school and he used to have the manual and about what the hair do. And when it, when that manual was written, it was just like, oh, this white kid. And then whatever, right? And I remember like, I can do whatever I want with my hair because none of this applies to me. So yeah. I was I was cool. Like, I, like yeah, black kids, could, it never they never thought black kids would go to those schools. That's why I looked at it. Cause none of those hairstyles. It was always like some dude who looked like he was like fresh back from Vietnam or something like that. Like this is how you supposed to wear your hair. Meanwhile, all the black black kids go. Like, I guess we we can do whatever we want then because they ain't got no rules for us. Off the collar, off the ears. Yeah. So a- after high school, I decided to not cut my hair for a while, and uh, it was not good. It turned into just it turned into just a mullet. 
I thought that I was going to have like Ashton Kutcher esque, you know, when he would need wear like the trucker hat and it would like flip out like the wings. I thought I would get that look and it was just, it was a mullet. And then, so what I decided to do was abruptly buzz it one day mm-hmm. and uh, uh, my older sister volunteered to buzz it for me. And she went from a five to a zero around my ears. And it just kind of looked like I was wearing a helmet. <laughs> um, so it, it wasn't good. There was about a two day stretch where I wore hats very tightly. <laughs> and then I got it buzzed and it's not, I'm not a good, I'm, my head, I have a good head for a buzz cut. You got a good buzz I head. I got to hold on to all of this hair. <laughs> I think my, I, I don't have a, a great streak, but I think the scariest streak was when I was in China and I was not doing well physically. Mm-hmm. And I went, I think, at least seven days without going to the restroom. Oh, no. Listen, it was a tough time in my life, people. What? When I tell you. How do you think about anything else after day four? Mm, 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 mm. It was a tough time in my life. I was not physically well. I was not mentally well. Boy. (laughs) I was in a dumpster. (laughs) Seven days without going to the restroom. How? I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how I'm talking on this microphone today. You know what? <laughs> I don't know how I'm talking on this microphone right seven now, days? brother. Seven days. Seven days. It's weird going me? seven hours <laughs> without doing that. Woo! Stuff. That was the craziest. That was the craziest street. Let us know. But what you think about what's one of your craziest streets? Yeah, that's one of your craziest streets. You know what I'm saying? Good or bad? Good or bad? Because some people do a lot of things that are amazing or yeah. successful or embarrassingly funny. We'll take either one. We're intrigued on that. Yeah. Hashtag. You know what I'm saying? Streaks. Yeah. That sounds a little weird. Uh, let's not, not, let's not, not do that hashtag. Let's not. We've already, a, lot of, a lot of searches for that. We've said a lot on this podcast. Let's not. Let's not add street. A lot going on. <laughs> what's the next topic? Dan, what's your streak? Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> next topic. Ten-year-old uh, Maxwell Young is, is a football player who is, at the age of 10, receiving scholarships. Uh, he, he's reported that Illinois has talked to him and also a mystery Pac-12 school. Hmm. 10-year-old football player. He plays a lot of positions, position skill player. Um, is 10, is just, is 10 too young for scholarship offers or is this, hey, let's go ahead and lock in an athlete? I mean, that whole business is dirty. Yeah. So, throwing it at 10, it's just a smart business move. It's like, you get in early, maybe he'll like you. Because you were one of the first, and maybe he'll feel loyal to you, and then you know we'll see what happens. I, my thing is like that's, I hope in my, in, I hope I don't hope this, but I think it'd be interesting. What if this kid just was like at like thirteen, he's just like, hey man, I just want to eat Krispy Kreme donuts, smoke a bunch of weed, <laughs> not do nothing, because I got this concept already. You know what I mean? And just throw that in the face of all these people that offered him. I hope he doesn't do that with his life. I hope he's a productive young man, but I think it's I think it would show that maybe we don't need to be giving 10 year olds scholarships because maybe, I don't know, they haven't finished growing yet, maybe, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, life could happen. Like, that's a whole eight years before they even have to go that's literally almost half of the, the other half like another, like almost all all the life they've already lived, another eight years or whatever that they have to wait to see what happens kids. So I think it's weird, but it's, you know, I guess it's smart business. I want this to happen academically. Ooh. I want this to happen academically. That's risky. And only academically. No. Because, uh, I mean, you got to put clauses in there to protect both sides and this, that. And that. Yeah. But the motivation uh, in potentially low-performing schools, the motivation and encouragement potentially in 
for kids who've never no doesn't have a culture or worldview about college at home. Parents never been to college. You would be the first one to go to college. It could be really, it could be really um, enticing and motivating and encouraging. Like, hey, um, so we see that the top fourth and fifth graders of every. I don't know, inner city in the United States of America, we're giving out 50 scholarships. We're we're partnering with the NCAA, and we're giving out 50 <clears throat> scholarships to a college that yada, 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 whatever, however you want to word it. You know what I'm saying? And then have it in a way that long as you maintain so and so on and so forth, mm-hmm. middle school, high school, you now got an opportunity to go to college partially or fully, fully paid. Mm-hmm. Like that joint. They got those. That at 10? Oh, maybe not. I'm talking like at this age. Because we're oh. talking sports-wise. I'm talking, I'm talking, you know what I'm saying? Talking we're talking super young. Fourth grade, fifth grade. I feel like, so, I feel like there's, I feel like LeBron, doesn't LeBron have something like that? Where he's just like, if you maintain this from this age on. Le- maybe LeBron James as one man could. Are you talking about, are, are you talking about I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking system. Okay. Right, right. I'm talking system because the system has to allow for you to go all the way down here, down to fifth grade. Fair, fair, fair. That's right. I, so I, I like that aspect. Ten years old though with sports, again, physically, you you still you still got Scooby Doo in your underwear. Like, be also, sit down somewhere. You're also showing them. You, I think you're only valuable athletically. There's another attribute. As and well. that's yeah, and that's that's a problem. Sure, sure, sure. Like if you if you if you were let's say a kid that's an amazing engineer at ten, mm-hmm. like nobody's throwing them scholarships mm-hmm. the same way. They're like, we value your body. Mm-hmm. At 10 And that's kind of creepy A little bit A little creepy So I was This kid I played tennis And I got shipped off uh, To play at like All these tennis academies When I was mm-hmm. growing up And I burned out Real real bad So mm-hmm. I feel very particular About Someone When I was 8, 9, and 10 When When like, you say shipped out Can you just For people who don't know What does that mean Like I shipped? went to Tennis academies in Florida Boom. For okay. weeks Oh yeah like, real deal Yeah 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 Summertime only uh, No 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 All oh. year round Yeah that's like, that real deal stuff um, okay. And uh, So 8, 9, and 10 And I one, I grew up way too quickly because I started thinking about things like college and like providing and like I, I mean, no I was very, you should be talking about the word providing. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you talking about fruit snacks, I, I understood what my parents were paying for me to be trained yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and for and, sure. all, and all these things. And so there's just so much pressure that it's like, man, let the kid be ten. Like if me with the parents and just sit down with the parents, and be like, hey, your son has a real opportunity mm-hmm. if he does X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I have a real problem with like now. Now he's going to be ostracized in good and bad ways and growing bad. up. Mm-hmm. Um, There's enough pressure as any kid who is, and it doesn't have to be the oldest, but any kid who is the first to go to you know college, the first kid to to make it through high school, the first you know whatever. There's so much pressure that you don't need any major extra light right. that can affect you growing <clears throat> up as a kid. I mean, I've got you know. A ton of experience of just like yo, I felt like I had to be a young man quick. You know what I'm saying? Single mom, three boys. You know she was working multiple jobs, and it's like, whoo! All right, I gotta check your homework, cook these chicken nuggets in this oven real quick, and get everybody to bed by eight thirty. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so like I wasn't going outside to play with friends. You know what I mean? Because of you know responsibilities, and you know I had a great childhood, blah blah blah. But I think that is definitely one of the real harms that can be forgotten about. If you're talking about young boys, young girls. Who are young Listen life is going to try to eat you up At an appropriate time When it comes later on down the line Right But as a young kid Like 
I, I think just how it goes about talking with talking with parents and kind of giving them an opportunity to see like exposure to that in a sense. But when you talked about pressure and that scholarship, because now you got to talk about maintaining, then you got to stay in shape and just all of that come with a like a nine year old mission. Seven, he's about to be eight in January. Like he's <laughs> oh, he's pretty good at soccer. He's pretty good at soccer. And like I, I, I have no intentions of like putting so much pressure on him where he's trying to like just focus only on soccer. I'm like, yo, dude, like let's go outside in the back and, you know, do whatever. Let's go to a water park, you know. So I think that's definitely a thing you gotta be aware of for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and this is just with <clears throat> popular cases of this, there's n- very few things more dangerous to a kid than being financially valuable to adults. Oh we, yeah. I mean we've seen it with actors and now we're seeing it with, with athletes. We've seen it with musicians. It, it's to me it's it's a kind of a cringy thing when you see these kids that are nine ten very talented and all of a sudden you've got adults swooping in i don't know what his what his circle is like if he's got um you know a solid circle around him that's going to keep these kind of people out but that would be my concern if, if i was invested in this kid's life is my concern is people coming in from the outside that just see you as a paycheck or a potential <clears throat> paycheck yeah um, also, yeah, take a few years to think about college. Il- you don't you don't know what Illinois is like. You're ten. <laughs> you have no idea what it's like. You don't know what you want in a college. Why are you? Don't pick one. Now. I didn't. I didn't think about college till nineteen. Don't be like me. But ten, just good NCAA. You are so creepy. You're so just creepy and sleazy. Nobody likes you or trusts you. So stop going out. Stop making it worse. Deal with your hookers first. Ooh. Then we'll worry about getting kids at 10 to commit to college. You have so many more issues than mm-hmm. this. We're going to have to start this podcast. Like, this podcast, <laughs> hey, you just need warning, to... Warning, 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 warning. warning. <laughs> you like breaks? You like spring? <laughs> warning, warning, warning. Oh, your parents? All right, let's get to the last topic. Last topic, let's get into it here. Jump back to the NFL for a second, kind of. So, if you don't know, Cincinnati's quarterback, uh, Andy Dalton, he's a ginger. Uh, And if you don't know what ginger means, uh, then you're doing good in life. But basically, it's a redhead. Am I correct, Nathan Owens, on that? It's a redhead. It's a white redhead. It's a a particular type of redhead. Particular type of redhead. It's a very pale, very Very freckled. Very freckled redhead. My my brother-in-law's a a ginger. Chucky (laughs) Chucky, uh, from... uh, Chucky Finster. Chucky Finster from uh, Rugrats. That was a ginger? That was a ginger. Look at this. Putting gingers on the map. I didn't know that. Mm. Learn something every day. So anyway, you got that picture in your mind. Uh, sports anchor Jim Nance shout out one of the best in the game arguably uh, with your boy Tony Romo in the booth and he calls Andy Dalton of uh, the Red Rocket okay a um, couple reasons why that's intriguing one his nickname is the Red Rifle right which I'm not even a fan of why well, you gotta have guns too much guns in America here <laughs> I digress two uh, Red Rocket is actually known for being a dog's penis uh, so <laughs> Tony Romo tried to hold it yo for like 15 seconds and he, he didn't like, make, he didn't make you meant like Red Rifle and he held it and he held it he's like I, can't, I gotta laugh at this I gotta laugh at it. you just called that man dog penis and I just gotta laugh I got laughing. I had never heard. Let me speak for myself. I had never heard the term "red rocket." I've heard it. I heard it. 
Uh, John Reap, you know John Reap, yeah, no, comedian know, John yeah, Reap. Yeah, yeah. He has a he has a joke about that, and okay. I was just like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> I had yeah. no idea." The whole crowd, which was a bunch of people with Yeti hats, if that helps you know, <laughs> that helps you know, let you know what's <laughs> happening out there. They are all like, "Yeah, we get it." And I'm sitting there like, "I don't get this at all." Red Rocket, is. but that's when I learned yeah. uh, Red Rocket. So yeah, Red Rocket. Uh, I've heard it called lipstick before too. Ooh, I don't know um, what, that, what is lipstick. What? It's just the way that it looks. It looks kind of like. I mean, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's not fun. There's, there's what a. Is that? You call him up. I'll back him up. It does lipstick. It, it look, if you like were to extend hurt. your lipstick, I'm in my mouth. It's not. If good. you extend your lipstick, stop it. <laughs> oh, one more time. This, this bit. This, this is going too far. Going too far. I'll be we honest. Throw Abram back in here. Now we're talking about old Jew laws in this bad boy. I'm, I'm very anti owning a male dog mm. because of these kind of issues. Here that I just don't want to see Red or deal rocket. with or have touch my knee if I'm petting you in my Ooh. lap. There is a German Shepherd like double the size of Marley. No. Double the size of that dog. It's not a German Shepherd. That's a wolf. Dad. That is a uh, legitimate wolf. So he had a larger wolf, and it had its red rocket every time it saw Marley because he liked Marley. Apparently. Marley is sexy dog. Every dog has a red <laughs> rocket. That's Marley red. plays hard to get. All rockets are red. Yeah, I don't think what? it. Uh, I haven't. I mean, I haven't studied dog erections. That's not something that I've really <laughs> compared and contrasted. Are there dogs on a long sleeve team? How does this work? <laughs> I don't know how. I'm intrigued. You what? said extended lipstick, Happening. right? You did. Is that how that work? Dave, how does this work? I don't know. I don't know nothing about no dogs, and I definitely don't know about no dog penis. I don't know nothing about this. The first, the first I time I saw this. Answer the question, eh? Are there dogs on a long sleeve team? No, no, we don't circumcise dogs. I can't believe I had to say that sentence. Time out. You do need to say that sentence because I was informed after doing one show with, I guess, the people that you knew, Uh-oh. and they were talking about how, like, they get a dog Xanax. So, yeah, these are real questions that people have <laughs> Xanax. about dogs. I didn't know those people. Yes, you did. I was just people. They were like, I was friends of a friend. Like, you knew them. We don't talk about sidebar. We have all I, agreed. We do not bring oh, up that sidebar. That blew my mind. I was like, yeah, I get my dog Xanax. What? No, those were. What? Yeah, dogs getting Xanax. And I'm I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying you getting the dogs, it's people stuff, and I, it's crossing. I don't know what's going on. Okay, this is so it's not a weird question to ask. It's not a weird question to ask. They would circumcise a dog. Not a weird question. Not a weird question ask. at all. Not a weird question. They're giving out Xanax. Yeah, we know a person who had uh, surgery on their cat's ACL. This is not. <laughs> yeah, these aren't weird questions. You know this person. It's not. These are real questions. These are real questions. I just feel like it's a lot. To, you know. Listen, you brought a red rocket lipstick. Yeah, I didn't know you didn't have to go that far. I've never. That's you why said like extended lipstick, and I was like, oh my goodness, now we're twisting stuff. This is. A <laughs> I had a male dog for about six months, and so mm. we got we got rid of it pretty quickly. So all your dogs have been female. Yes. And huh. we and we've that's been on purpose. Hmm. That's like we're gonna go get a female dog hmm. that we're not gonna have to worry about humping couch cushions. What? They might they might just be called a Krabby Patty. I don't know what they're gonna be. <laughs> what? I don't know what this show is off the hinges. I don't this know. Show what, is just, wild. I don't know why I made that statement. That's a, that is third worst than his statement earlier <laughs> about the kites. Uh, not good. Nobody should call Ooh. anything a Krabby Patty. Not, all right, listen. No. What on behalf of the show. No. <laughs> What have we done? We <laughs> what what do we do? We have gone too far. I'm what? sorry. Wow. wow. I'm sorry. What we have to do there? I don't Ray know. Rocky, you don't call anybody. Yeah, that's disrespectful. No. That, I've, I've never heard that. He said that uh, we talked about it in the car on the way here, uh-huh. and I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> and he's like, you know, that's when you put lips. I was like, all right, I don't know what this means. I, I, I tried. I, to, I tried so hard not to say dog penis. That was my goal. <laughs> was I was like, you know, when like dogs are like happy and like you know when like two dogs love each other and it's not like a seventies game show when you make whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> what is? 
It was just, it was very, it was very uncomfortable. I was like, oh, he called him a red rocket. And Damon's like, okay. Yeah, I don't get I'm it. Like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Turn your safe search on. Um, That's all of our topics. We did it. We got through them all somehow. Thank you for sticking with us if you yeah. did. Um, come back they if you did. off a couple of times. A couple times. <laughs> we appreciate it. If you were with us, there's, we didn't say anything worse than the first seven episodes are. Is this true? So mm-hmm. I'm Nathan Owens. You can find me on Twitter at I am underscore Owens. Snapchat, Instagram is just I am Owens. David Purdue, find me on Instagram, Twitter at do or die. That's at D-U-E-O-R-D-I-E or DavidPurdueComedy.com. Boom, boom. Yo, get at me on Twitter. D-A-M-O-N-J-R at the number two for Instagram. Again, Patreon.com, Patreon.com, Patreon.com. When you hit the podcast, you're going to see the links for it. We want to give you guys more. We want you guys to partner with us for this. We got a lot of fantastic things to do for you guys. We're excited. Also, fourth and five. Fourth and five. October 27th. You know what it is. Relapse. Hashtag fourth and ten. Holla. See you next week. Peace. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.